Hi, and welcome to the Visual Web Podcast. I'm Jilly from ViralTag. ViralTag is a platform to help businesses grow their brands on the visual web. We help businesses discover, create, manage, and schedule content on visual social media. And the coolest thing we've learned about this space is that while there are many best practices to follow, there are a lot of different pathways to success. In this podcast, we'll be talking to the pioneers of the visual web, the bloggers, the social strategists, and entrepreneurs who are creating a brand on Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr. We're going to learn how they're doing it, where they find inspiration, and what engagement really looks like for their brand. They'll also be sharing tips and hacks we can all try. Thanks for listening. We'd love to have you join in online. Just use the hashtag TheVisualWeb to share your thoughts with us on Twitter. today for the Visual Web Podcast. We're really excited today to have Crystal Schreiner here. She's a creative director and Instagram consultant and really an Instagram expert. So we're really happy to have her here telling us a little bit about how she got started and sharing some of her expertise. So Crystal, it would be great if you could start by telling us, yeah, how you got started on Instagram, maybe how you built up your own profile to get started. So I first got started on Instagram back um, when Instagram first started. I jumped on the platform right away, and I followed a few people who who were actually like fashion photographers in New York. And at the time, I was trying to be a fashion photographer, and I really wanted to get into shooting, you know, shooting fashion photography. And I was shooting the runways in New York, in New York for New York Fashion Week. And that's when I think I first started realizing that Instagram was something a great way to take pictures and share it with a ton of people all at once because that's when I would get spikes in my profile like every time I would shoot near fashion week I would get a ton of interaction and a ton of engagement and that was really cool uh, Mm -hmm. because I worked with a company called faces of New York fashion week and they were a social media like curating type platform and we had like invented the hashtag F, like Faces of New York Fashion Week, which was F, um, F-O-N-Y-F-W. And that's when like the whole hashtag era started coming in. And we made, I don't know, it was just really interesting because I had taken a Faces of New York Fashion Week uh, business card and gave it to Cara Delevingne, who's like a famous supermodel, everyone should know. Um, and I gave it to her and I took a picture of it and it went viral. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Um that I can like, take these pictures and like a lot of people can like it. It was just, that's how I first yeah. got started with Instagram. It was like with New York fashion week at Mercedes Benz uh, week. And then I shifted slowly away from like wanting to be a photographer. And I went into the directing world, moved to Los Angeles, apprenticed to music video director. During that time, I was not really focused on my Instagram that so much because I, I really wanted to get into the music video world and I wanted to learn more about like filmmaking. Cause I thought that was the next big thing. Um, Slowly but surely, I shifted again because I'm a creative person and like shifting and with all these mm-hmm. visual mediums and experimenting. And I had seen that one of my mentors that I met with um, in New York at one time, her, her name's Megan Signoli. She's also like a visual expert. She has an advertising agency for Instagram Vine. She had grown a huge company all around 
like Vine and Instagram. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Maybe, maybe I should shift my focus here. I think that I could, if I actually focused all my creativity on Instagram and started doing visual storytelling, that maybe Instagram could be something even cooler than what I was using it for. So that's like, that's, it goes way back to five years ago when I was experimenting at New York Fashion, New York Fashion Week. And then started incorporating all of the concepts between um, social media marketing and photography and filmmaking and storytelling and how it's Instagram is like a really interesting art form between everything that I'd ever learned. And so that's where I started to become more of an expert in it because it, it is combining all those things into one. So that's, that's like the beginning that goes way back. (laughs) Yeah. I love that idea of thinking about Instagram as just like another visual storytelling platform, like film or photography. Yeah, it's its, its own cool. category. Mm-hmm. Really, I realized that it wasn't like it was its own cat. It's now becoming its own category, and I was like, maybe in the future there's going to be like a there'll be companies where there's just Instagram architects, and you can hire you know like how we have direct like rosters of directors. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe it's going to be Instagram architects that are going to be coming in and creating these media platform channels. So it's like the new radio but with pictures. So yeah, yeah, that's a great way to think about it. So, and now that you've kind of been developing more, you know, you do consulting for clients, but you also have a lot of followers on your own Instagram. Looks like you have over 30,000 followers. How would you, how would you describe kind of your own Instagram voice and style? So my voice and style, it came, um, honestly, I started journaling on my Instagram Mm -hmm. because I was going through a lot of, where am I going to find myself? Um, I was going through a lot of self-discovery as like many people do in their young twenties. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened is I had, I needed a place to like open up and tell my own personal story. And so a lot of the, I started talking about my personal journey through my creative life on Instagram. So the audience that I've curated, they're very much so people who, are also interested in like their creative endeavors in life. Um, and that's, that's the kind of the community that I've built over the Mm -hmm. last year, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, because that was, it was what was authentic to me. I found very quickly that if you just could tell stories very authentically, you could, um, grow communities and have great real conversations. And Mm -hmm. so that's, that's the voice style that I have on my Instagram. It's very much so about creativity and looking within and being a creator in the world. And, that's, I think that's my voice. Uh, it's, it's like a little bit whimsical. It's a little bit mixed between like my, my love for film and my love for photography, but I like to just be like really encouraging to other people who are trying to like make a creative living and have a creative career because that's, that's, that's who I am. And so that's how it comes off exactly on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I think that being authentic to who you are is a great thing. I think Instagram can also be like a great art therapy tool. If someone's trying to like find themselves, just start writing and posting and you're going to slowly but surely see how the pictures reflect back at you. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a really cool way to get um, into the psychology of not only yourself, but the psychology of a brand because you can slowly but surely see like the art print of a brand by the pictures that are like being represented and how the audience is like reacting. So I think that's, that's like the community that I've built and what I've learned about Instagram mm-hmm. um, in the last year. Does that, I think, does that answer the question a little bit? I Definitely. forgot what the original question Definitely. was. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that that's a lot of something a lot of people are talking about kind of how people can see through if you're not being authentic on Instagram, especially there's a lot of talk about that 
kind of authenticity and storytelling. Um, how does that, how does your own experience with that kind of influence what you share with clients and what you recommend to people who are using Instagram? Well, I tell them there's like three things that they need when they're going to like launch on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, the first thing is like a signature style that is like really reflective of their own, either if it's like a personal brand of their own like personal beliefs or if it's like a more of a brand brand or product brand then you need to come up with like the core elements of like the character because every every brand or person has like a character storytelling element and you have to dig deeper into what the symbols and the pictures and the it's it's it goes deeper into like the archetypes of like the human mind and how we're all connected through these symbols in our minds and the pictures and so you have to figure out what those symbols and pictures how they're connected to the origin of the brand and how they're going to resonate with the with the audience you're trying to attract um like i'm saying it's it is some it does take some deep work i think to find this kind of stuff and mm. that's why they i think people are always talking about it. it has to be authentic because if you don't take the time to actually figure out the meaning behind your brand or like why it should why other people should be connecting with it um it's you're just going to attract everybody and it's very important to be niche and attract people who you're going to bring the most, most value to and you can do that through pictures mm. so that's that's what i found um it's a, it's a deeper level of like what your audience wants because like brands aren't built on logos or products. Brands are built on emotions and like human connection is built on emotions. It's not built on these. Yeah. It's not built on mm -hmm. logos. The logo is like a representation of the emotions. And so understanding which pictures are triggered in people's minds through those different emotions. Um, that's, that's like a dig, dig, a deeper level of, um, what what I tell my clients when we're like getting into it like I, it's really like art psychology when we I get to get real deep with people yeah. <laughs> but, but it's the best way to go because it really gets to the core and heart mm. of what the company is or what the personal brand is it's like peeling all those layers back and then being able to um, represent it it's and it's it's very the same thing that we would do in film when I would like write a treatment or um, write a commercial or write a music video we're like peeling back all these layers and then we're weaving all these layers together. It's like a storytelling, weaving, like beautiful, blooming flower of pictures. And it, it's, it's attractive and it, it pulls people in because it's, it's beautiful and tells a story that they can resonate with. Mm -hmm. so, for, so for people listening, is there a good way to kind of, or a first step to get into figuring out what your personal style or signature style should be on Instagram? The first thing that I did, honestly, before I figured out my signature style or when I go into a new product or when I go into creative development for a product um, or a brand, I go and I figure out who is like, who is inspiring me for this specific look or for this specific brand or for mm. specific, like I'm working on a athletic brand right now. Who is inspiring me um, for this brand or for my personal account, I actually went and screenshot it like 20 different accounts that I was really inspired by. And I, I just screenshotted them and I put them all next to one another. And I said, what, what do I love about these accounts and why am I drawn to them? And what parts of these accounts am I resonating with? And I really like found, okay, this, this girl, I love her fashion. This girl, I love her storytelling. This girl, I love her colors. And I really figured out the pieces of each person or each of other people that inspired me. I figured out what I liked about them. 
and I remixed, I mixed it all together and re-engineered something new for myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do with when I create um, a new music video treatment or a new commercial treatment or a new brand vision. Um, I go through and I find all the most top-notch things that are inspiring me that I aspire that brand to be. And then I take out the elements that I love the most and I, I connect that into something new. It's like it's almost like creating a recipe, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're going to cook something, you want it to be your own signature recipe, but you're also looking at other recipes and figuring out how can I recreate this, you know, these different types of dishes, but into my own. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of curating and like being inspired by other people and then finding how to reverse engineer that um, into something unique for yourself. So I think that's like the first step um, that I do tell people, I'm like, well, who are you, who are you actually inspired by like what who can you benchmark off of but do it in a way that's different so I think a lot of it comes from knowing who else is doing it right and then just not doing it like them just Mm -hmm. taking elements of what they're doing right and incorporating it into your own brand because if if you enjoy or you're resonating with um with someone who you're inspired by there's there's a there's a deeper level of connection between you and that brand already. And so that maybe there's something authentic there and you have to, it's, then you have to reverse engineer it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I guess it's, yeah. So it's, it's like creativity is contagious. Mm. So you, if you find something really creative that you're loving, reverse engineer it, attach it to you and put your own brand or face on it, figure out what color, you just have to figure out something a little bit different that you're going to be in. Um, just a little bit twist. And just put your logo and your name to it because if someone else is doing it really great, it's, I think benchmarking is really, it's really helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. I love that advice. I think that's really useful for people. Yeah. It's the easiest way to just get started, figure mm-hmm. out who's doing it right. I mean, honestly, that's what, that's what, um, that's what you just follow. If you follow, if you look at great imagery, then you'll be drawn to more Im- great imagery and you'll adapt to creating great imagery. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of people on Instagram too, when I'm consulting with them, they don't even follow great accounts. So they don't even, they're not accustomed to seeing great work. So they can't um, adapt towards it. Mm-hmm. So looking at beautiful imagery or looking at beautiful brands or beautiful, other beautiful Instagram accounts allows you to become more like it. Yeah. And you said that there, you said there are three things that you tell people to do when they're first oh. getting started. What yeah, the other so two? the first thing, yep, the first thing was like a signature style, mm-hmm. uh, which we went over a little bit, um, I just talked about, and finding inspiration from other people, learning your different color colors that are going to resonate with um, yourself and your audience. The second thing that I talk about um, is the art of storytelling, and so I work with people one-on-one to figure out what their story of their brand is, or what the, their personal story is, or what story they're going to specifically tell on Instagram. Um because your audience will actually seek to connect with you if you're telling a story. They'll have something to follow. Um, if you're not really telling a story, they don't really have something to follow. And that's what I find a lot of people just posting random stuff. So, so they don't really get entwined in the storytelling of an Instagram account if you're just posting randomness. Mm-hmm. So that goes back into the whole Instagram is almost like film. It's like watching a movie and every single post that you put up is like a new episode. And so it's like when everyone's going crazy to watch Orange is the New Black, what's the next episode? You have to get people to feel that way about your Instagram account. And the third thing um, I talk about is eliminating obscurity. You have to have several outbound marketing strategies in place to make sure that you're getting the right audience 
into your profile so that they can connect with your story and feel part and feel one with you and feel like they're part of your brand. So those are the three things, the the signature style, the art of storytelling, and then eliminating obscurity through having several marketing strategies in place. So then it shifts into, um, I talk to people about making sure that they, once they're telling their story and they have their signature style to actually get, start building an email list or start leading them to their products. Um, for their sale. And that's mm-hmm. how you can start driving revenue on Instagram by pre-framing them through everything that we just talked about, the storytelling and the signature style. And basically by having a purpose on your Instagram to lead them to something bigger and better, like whether it's your product, your value proposition. And then I guess since you're, you're a photographer, you're a visual artist, it would be great to talk a little bit about some of your kind of visual tips for creating just a beautiful Instagram um, account you maybe actually one thing that could be cool is to look at one of your recent posts and kind of talk us through how you created it I'll like go to this one picture that I did um it's like a picture that I was like I hung on to is a rose and I was at the Milwaukee Art Museum mm-hmm. right and it's like two blocks away that I live from and so my the story that I tell on my Instagram is very much so about seeing beauty everywhere and connecting with your inner creativity and like seeking beauty and seeking the, just seek, seeking the good in life. And so that's a very big story that I'm telling on Instagram is constantly like how to look for beauty, how to see it, how to connect with it. So I took this picture uh, where I just um, held up a rose and I put it up against the, um, the museum where it was like really symmetrical. And so I think um, what I, what I did there is I just looked for symmetry and then I looked for the beauty uh, a, a lot of things of uh, the great, a great Instagram post always includes like the, um, not always, but often includes great symmetry. So if you can learn to shoot with like the rule of thirds or and learn the rule of thirds and, um, uh, abide by some symmetry, like the symmetry and an Instagram, um, one post, it's going to resonate stronger uh, on the whole Instagram feed. Symmetrical posts seem to do really, really well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that was just one post that I did. Um, it's beautiful. But I think other things that you can look at when you're trying to create a great Instagram post, like Instagram is its own language itself, uh, is to focus on actually trying to capture it in like a square format. And I think some of the best pictures that resonate are the bird's eye view pictures, which are like flat layouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are Those are the best pictures that seem to like do great visual storytelling on Instagram. So don't shoot like at an angle so much shoot literally like the bird's eye view right from the top, like a flat picture. I think Mm -hmm. those are some of the greatest pictures. If you can just practice and get, um, get content in that flat picture in a flat light, like that's a really great, that's really great advice for people who just don't know how to capture. If you don't know how to do anything on Instagram, learn how to do a flat picture, like a flat lay. You can be like solid. <laughs> so that's that's one yeah. thing for people who they just they just want to get started. Yeah, that's a great tip. And how about like filters? Are there any filters you recommend or kind of editing styles? Um, a style should be unique to what you want to do um, or to what your brand is. But I think it's best to not over edit. Um, I think it's also best to maybe download the app of Visco or Snapseed. Um, find, find a similar, um, filter that is 
that matches your brand style. So if it's going to be like really bright, then do something that's going to enhance the bright brightness. Uh, overall, if as when it comes to filters, just don't mix up the filters. Use the same filter every time. Like that's my biggest advice about filters because mm -hmm. it's going to give the overall look of your feed like a whole cohesive um, look, and which is different. On Pinterest, it doesn't really matter so much if you have all these different pictures and they're all a little bit different in the, in the color filter. But on Instagram, it's really important that all the images are have the same look and feel. So using the same filter is my best mm -hmm. advice about filters. When you find one that you like, stick with it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really important. That's yeah. I think a lot of people don't think about how your your photos all look together when they're like when you're looking back on your profile. I like the way you talked about how you can really see things of yourself when you look back at the colors in your profile. Yeah, it's really it really resonates who you are or who your brand is at like a deeper level, mm -hmm. and so people see right through it. Like as soon as they look at the feed, um, it's just it's really important because if it's like if you have a dramatic or a dark brand, not a dark brand, but if you have, if you're trying to go for something dramatic, you're going to have like more shadows on your feed. But if you're trying to be like a happier, brighter brand and more energizing, you're going to edit something that's more bright and have more colors. So that's, and then when it, when it's all in this beautiful mood board together in the same filter, it's just, it pulls people in and they want to learn more. What are some mistakes you see people making on, on Instagram that just make you cringe? Oh, <sighs> Um, I see them switching up the layout. That drives me absolutely nuts when they take a square picture and then when they post a picture in long format and then when they post a square picture and then when they, when they mix it up, um, uh, basically they don't use it with intention. When they use Instagram with no intention, it just, it drives me nuts. Um, probably because I use Instagram so intentionally, but mainly like an easy fix, the easiest fix people can do is to stick to one layout, like mm. do all squares or all long pictures. Um, that's the easiest fix for people. The other thing I think that's super easy um, is that people take pictures um, that aren't, that are really underlit. They're not, they're not well lit. And so they, it's a simple fix is to just use the sun, like take pictures in daylight or take pictures by a window. So that's a really, another really easy fix is for people just to, stop taking pictures in like low lit situations or that's it. It's, it's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Use the sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things like little things that people could fix on in their Instagram. Um, I think this is a little less to do with the actual picture, but this also has to do with visuals is to put the hashtags that they're going to use. Not, not in the actual copy feature to put them in a comment below the picture because that makes the, whole once you click on it and read more it gets really really cluttered and there's not enough white space so I think another thing people could learn how to do is take their hashtags and use their put the hashtags in the comments feature that's a super simple easy fix yeah that's a great tip well awesome I don't want to keep you too much longer these have been some really awesome tips a lot for us all to think about and um yeah I'd love for you to just maybe tell us a little bit about what's coming up for you yeah I have tons of exciting stuff going on. I, I just, um, let's see, I started doing more consulting in the last month or so because people started asking me how to do Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I actually, my Instagram consulting um, business just came from actually everyone asking me how to do Instagram. And so I just started offering it as a service. Um, so then the last, I've been creating my Instagram course. It's, gonna, it's called Instagram on the Rise. And it's basically 
focused on helping people launch on Instagram. If they don't have a lot of followers, I want to teach them how to go from like ground zero and grow following and teach them how to actually be entrepreneurs. So that's my main purpose is to actually train the next generation of entrepreneurs and teach them what it takes to go from, you know, a thousand followers to however many followers they want on a niche in a niche target audience and how to drive sales through it. Um, a lot of it goes all the way back to what we were talking about learning visual marketing. And so I really want to help people learn like the visual marketing storytelling aspect so that they can actually start doing marketing on their Instagram because marketing on Instagram is like the third step of like learning how to grow an audience. Um, growing an audience through intentional visual storytelling comes first and then learning how to drive sales through it comes second. And I want to work with people to figure out how to do that. And so my course is coming out soon. Like I said, I don't have an exact date. We're in beta right now and I have kids. I call them kids because they're, um, because they're my students, but I have um, a bunch of students in now who are already using it and um, loving it and learning storytelling and getting their feeds all curated um, much more intentionally and learning how to actually you know drive sales and sell their products and services. So it's Instagramontherise.com is where it's going to be um, offered. So if, if anyone's listening and wants to check it out, it's Instagramontherise.com. And that's that's Great. my biggest launch that I'm working on right now. Um, it's Right now I'm in a limited beta, so there's limited beta memberships right now. But um, soon I'm going to do like a bigger campaign. So if, depending on when someone's listening to this podcast, this podcast, if it's in the future, if it's right now, um, we're in beta mode right now. And other than that, I am, I'm working on a few other like personal clients that have, I've had some large, like larger accounts come to me, um, who are interested in doing some higher end consulting. And I've actually had people who want me to take on their entire Instagram arm, as I call it, like actually do the marketing strategy and the content creation. So I'm, um, I'm looking and hoping to grow in that area as well, because it looks like a very, um, very good future in that area for me, which is really exciting. That's great. Well, congratulations. Yeah, no, we're, we're yeah, definitely. No. So it's exciting because, like, we I have a, like, I mean, I have a production company too. That I I didn't really talk about, but um, so we'll be taking on those types of clients through our production company if people actually want to outsource the creative production because not everyone has time to um, create original content, and I think part of the success that you can get on on Instagram is mixing in content that you find along with original content that you create. It's a, it's a healthy mix and balance between the two. Totally. I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> well, we'll provide links to all of those things on our website. Um, really excited to, to hear how the course goes and everything. Um, yeah. and we also want everyone to follow you on Instagram. So your handle is director crystal. Yeah, that's my handle. Great. Um, is there anyone else that you have you've started following recently that you want to recommend to us mm. on Instagram? Um, my, one of my favorite people on Instagram, she is just incredible, Tara Milk Tea. I love her account. It's so creative and so inspirational. I think that any, everyone should follow her because she is just doing incredible work on Instagram. I also like The Balloon Diary. I think both of those girls have really like innovative um, feeds. Uh, something for something more innovative. I think Red Bull just did something pretty innovative on their Instagram. Um, they're launching like a film series. It's called the Enter the Kaleidoscope. Yeah, those, I think those Great three tips. accounts are just accounts to look at for inspiration. Um, otherwise, 
Yeah, there's so many, honestly. I think <laughs> there's so many accounts. I look at Instagram accounts by the daily. There's, yeah. there's a ton of great content out there. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, we could probably just keep going on and on about, about Instagram forever, but we better wrap up. But thank you so much for sharing all this with us. And maybe yeah. we can chat again in the next few months and see where, where everything is with you. Yeah, no, for sure. Just, um, I'll, I'll keep you posted on everything with my launch and how it's going and where Instagram is taking off because it's a very young platform and people just started flocking to it, I guess, in the last year or so more for actually using it more intentionally. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, I'm really excited to see how people start innovating the Instagram scene and how brands and people can start learning how to stand out on the platform with them, those signature styles and their stories. So I'm I'm really excited to see where, where this all goes. It's very it's very exhilarating to me. <laughs> it is exciting. Yeah. We're in, I think you're right. We're in early days. There's yeah. So much and thanks, yeah. Here. Thanks for listening to like my deeper talk about visuals because I, it's just the truth about visual marketing. It's very much so to the, to the art print and blueprint of your company. And if you don't look at, you know, your art print and the purpose and the symbols of what your company represents, you're going to totally miss the whole point of visual marketing. And so I think that's the most important takeaway for people is to really get to the purpose of their company and figure out what type of art resonates um, with that, with that purpose. today for another episode of visual web thanks so much for joining us and thank you to crystal for those great tips and strategies that she shared in today's interview in the meantime follow us on social media at viral tag and join in the conversation by using the hashtag the visual web 